Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, take a look at the episode description. Today, why has World Swimming banned transgender women from competing in elite female competitions? And could other sports follow? It took four minutes and 33 seconds for Leah Thomas to swim her way into NCAA history. With her victory in the women's 500-yard freestyle, Leah Thomas is now the first openly transgender D1 athlete to become an NCAA national champion. U.S. swimmer and trans woman Leah Thomas says she didn't transition to win medals. She did it because she wanted to be happy. When she won the 500-metre freestyle in the U.S. College Sport Championship last March... It set off a fierce debate about sport, sex and gender. After following NCAA guidelines of a year of hormone therapy to change gender categories, Thomas started her senior year on the women's team. But her success in the water was met with outrage leading up to the NCAA championships. Her critics say she jumped in the rankings between the men's and the women's team. Leah Thomas knew her win would be controversial. Before the competition in March, 16 of her teammates sent an open letter to their university and the Ivy League of eight private research universities, calling for her to be barred from women's competitions. They said the fact she was assigned male at birth would give her an unfair physical advantage over her peers. When she eventually won, none of her fellow athletes joined her on the podium. Leah Thomas says her win was fair, Here she is talking to ESPN. Trans women competing in women's sports does not threaten women's sports as a whole because trans women are a very small minority of all athletes and the NCAA rules regarding trans women competing in women's sports have been around for for 10 plus years Um, and, and we haven't seen any massive Uh, wave of trans women dominating. She wants to keep competing and to inspire other trans athletes. She told ABC she has her sights set on international championships. It's been a goal of mine to to swim at Olympic trials for for a very long time and I, I would love to see that through. But new regulations might now get in the way of that. International Swimming Federation says it's protecting the basic rights of women and girls. The federation, FINA, says transgender women who want to compete as women will now be required to have completed transition by the age of 12. In other words, the vast majority of them will be ineligible to compete in female categories. FINA is World Swimming's governing body and it's responsible for the eligibility criteria for international competitions, including the Olympic Games. 71% of their members voted in favour of the restrictions, which means Leah Thomas and other trans women won't be able to take part in Olympic trials. FINA's decision also means that trans women won't be able to set world records in women's swimming. No such rules were set for trans men. 
the restrictions won't apply to national or regional competitions, such as the NCAA or British Swimming, because they set their own rules. But experts believe there will be a knock-on effect following FINA's decision, both regionally and internationally. In fact, other sporting bodies have already followed suit. The sport of rugby league is the latest to ban transgender players from women's international competition, adding that the decision will stand until further research is completed into the issue. The president of World Athletics, Seb Coe, has also hinted that it might take similar measures. Here he is speaking to the BBC. We haven't wanted to stigmatise, but when push comes to shove, if it's a judgement between inclusion and fairness we will always fall down on the side of fairness. That, for me, is absolutely, it's non-negotiable. And the integrity of women's sport is really, really important here. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The science on transgender athletes is still evolving. Most sports have a testosterone cap for trans women athletes, but those who defend the new restrictions say that doesn't go far enough. Here's Dr. Michael Joyner of the Mayo Clinic speaking to ABC. What are the physical aspects uh, that trans women may not be able to roll back with hormone therapy? Obviously, issues related to body size, airway size, hand size, foot size, perhaps bone density, and so forth. But I think the main thing is the, just the interactions of exercise training and skeletal muscle. Others have argued that physical differences exist between all women athletes, including those who are assigned female at birth. They say this shouldn't be cause for a blanket ban on trans women. Joanna Harper is a scientist at Loughborough University who's been looking at how transitioning from male to female can affect performance. Here she is speaking to the BBC. And I think we have to be very careful with anyone who's gone through male puberty uh, in terms of allowing them into women's sports. Um, But uh, certainly the data that I have seen suggests that there is a substantial performance loss with uh, testosterone suppression. And um, I think that in most sports, that will be sufficient not to eliminate all the advantages, but to ensure meaningful competition between trans women and cis women. FINA did hint at an alternative solution. It said it would aim to establish an open category for some events to ensure that all swimmers have the chance to compete. But Joanna Harper isn't convinced that will really get to the root of the problem. I'm, I'm not fundamentally opposed to it. I'm just not sure that there's enough uh, athletes to, to, um, to, to create... Uh, uh, real competition, in, in especially in terms of team sports, uh, you know, trying to get uh, uh, enough athletes where you can have two countries teams competing against each other. Very, very difficult. There is no magic bullet in the debate between fairness and inclusion. But FINA's decision is a watershed, which will lead to difficult choices for other sports. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Patricia Clark and mixed by Katie Gunning. 
Before you go, let me tell you about Kite, Tortoise's Ideas and Music Festival. This year, we were joined by Self Esteem, David Olasoga, Grace Jones, Bimini and loads more for brilliant conversations and some joyful sing-alongs. If you want to avoid missing out on next year's festival, you can now buy super early bird tickets for Kite 2023. Go to kitefestival.co.uk forward slash tickets now to save 25%. But you have to do it before midnight on Sunday the 3rd of July. The Sensemaker 